Hi, I'm Eric, also known as v 47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour and the Starfleet Escape Podcast. You're listening to another great Four-Eyed Radio product. For more shows, check out foureyedradio.com. It's morphin' time! Today on Ranger Command Power Hour. So I just realized why you went with Jungle Fury for this uh, anniversary. Because of eight rangers? Because of eight rangers. I figured that out last night as I was like, why the jungle fear? And then I counted the rangers and the banner and I went, that son of a bitch. <laughs> 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 oh, it was perfect. That, like, that realization hit me like a ton of bricks. Oh my gosh, I should not have eaten that peanut butter thing. My mouth is so chalky right now. <laughs> Ugh, it's disgusting. Yeah. It looked so good and it kind of smelled good, but like the taste and texture was not quite there. Oh. I'm going to read this ingredients, and um, the number one ingredient is peanut butter, and then it goes honey, non-fat dry milk, dried whole egg powder, rice protein, dry whole food powders. What is food- that? That's so it, like- is, it is kale, flaxseed, rosehip, orange, lemon, papaya, tomato, what? Ugh. Apple. Apple, alfalfa, celery, kelp, dulce, carrot, and spinach. So no wonder it tasted disgusting. That sounds the worst. There's, like, tomato in it for some reason. Yeah. And there's flaxseed oil, sunflower oil, sesame seed oil for some reason, olive oil, and pumpkin seed oil. None of this makes sense. It's supposed to be peanut butter. They just shoved it all in a blender and said, eh, I like peanut butter. It smelled like peanut butter. Why is there tomato in it? I don't get it. Ooh, what? <laughs> yeah, if you was reading the ingredients list of her protein bar, and it had, like, tomato powder in it. And, like, Gross. papaya and stuff. It didn't make sense. It oh, had a boy. bunch of random dry ingredients. And now on Ranger Command Power Hour. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 194, Ranger Command Power Hour 8th Anniversary Special. We've got quite a few people in the chat. Uh, Thank you all for joining, hanging out with us on a uh, Tuesday night. And I am joined, as always, by, by Zach. Say hello, Zach. Hi, Internet. Thank you for joining us for our 8th anniversary spectacular. It's going to get crazy. Wild. I didn't want to say it's going to get wild because <laughs> <laughs> I have Dino Charge uh, PTSD. And then uh, <laughs> Dino Charge PTSD. Oh, my God. Uh, and then uh, AP. Hey, God. Hey, everybody. Woo. I'm, I'm here, too. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> So we're we're gonna do uh, pretty much our our normal show as always. We'll have some fun. Uh, if anyone has any questions, you know, we'll have them in the chat. And then I've got uh, some like scene transitions and stuff that I can do. And you you guys know how it works. It's it's a live stream. But yeah, uh, we will be doing a little uh, drinking on stream. Uh, it is a celebration after all uh, eight years. Yeah, uh, so, I mean, I pre so a little bit. Zach's like got the, <laughs> Zach's got the Jameson. I've got some like mango type wine, mango uh, from mango. from Christmas because we bought a bunch of bottles for family and yeah. 
just for the record, I have my uh, neutral vodka seltzer and <laughs> neutral vodka seltzer with uh, real juice. And it is the winter pack. So it is all cranberry flavored. It's fantastic. I bought literally three boxes when I was at the liquor store. Let's get straight into the episode. So we're going to do our normal intro and uh, do some news items. And then uh, we've got quite a bit to talk about. So let's go. It's the Ranger Command Power Hour. Today on the Power Hour, episode 194, Ranger Command Power Hour 8th anniversary special recorded live on January 25th. 2022. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. Simon Ranger up with your host. I'm Eric, also known as TrekkieB47. I'm AP, also known as Secret Ranger Fan. And I'm Zach, also known as Hollywood. This episode is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more about supporting Ranger Command Power Hour. Thanks to our $5 and above patrons, Charles D, Chris P, Steve F, AJW, Eric D, Jacob P, Steve M, Tyler B, Tyler W, Charlie N, Craig M, Liz M, Mason M, Kevin R, Steve R, Hassan A, Bo H, Leland D, Josh P, Derek G, and Teresa B for supporting us this month. Remember, you can go to linktr.ee slash rangercommandph for links to everything related to the podcast, including our Amazon affiliate link at amazon.com slash shop slash rangercommandph. PH. So happy anniversary to us. Happy anniversary. It's the bronze anniversary. Is that really what the eighth is? I looked it up. It okay. is the eighth is the bronze. Is there a bronze ranger? <laughs> I don't think there is. Sadly, no. I'm drinking straight I think the from closest the we can come is Shinken Brown. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So I want to give a shout out to people in the chat going in in order of appearance. Uh, we got Toku Chris. We got Arsef. We got Steve Martinez. We got Long's Toys. Luke Early. Cubs Fan 13. That's Jacob P. Uh, we got Scott Sandler. We got Edward Sanchez. We got My Name is Sean. We got Sir Paladin. Uh, who said it's drinking age somewhere. We got <laughs> Mr. Cooper 92 saying eight years. And uh, those uh, we got, oh, database ranger power reviews. Happy Ooh. anniversary to uh, Ranger Command. So thank you all for taking the time to join us. Really appreciate it. You know, it's listeners like you that, you know, make this all possible. So eight years, uh, we really couldn't do it with without all of our mm-hmm. listeners. So Sorry, I just got reminded of PBS and brought to you by viewers like you. <laughs> and brought it's to you true. by viewers. It's, it's it is. Our it is true. Made this show yeah. extend as long as it has. I mean, it, it all started with a, a late night tweet that I randomly agreed to. <laughs> that we all kind of randomly agreed to. <laughs> and uh, eight years later, we're still going. Like, eight years later, it's crazy. Um, yep. I, I can't believe how much time has passed. Uh, within the eight years and yeah it's it's pretty crazy we'll we'll get into all the uh the mushy stuff we'll, later we'll let's gush later let's uh dive into the news we'll give people a chance to maybe shoot out some questions that you guys want to know about for the podcast that'd be awesome so first off 
If you haven't listened to it yet, we also released our extra episode 83, I believe, which we reviewed the last four episodes of Dino Fury season one. And we talked about some of the news items over the weekend for that. And yeah, we, oh, we got five year rumor (laughs) instead of PBS, it's PBRCPH. Yeah. (laughs) I like that. I like oh, that. see that. Okay, now that makes more sense because the way I heard it was like PBR, like Pabst Blue Ribbon. <laughs> <laughs> You're already. Oh man. Uh, All right. So first off, we need to cut Zach off already. Yeah, we. I we, haven't we, even had anything yet. Natural <laughs> stupidity. Yeah. Glad has announced. Uh, the nominees for the 33rd annual GLAAD Media Awards included in the nominations for Outstanding Kids and Family Programming is Power Rangers Dino Fury. As Izzy would say, you love to see it. You love to see it. So I think this is one of the first major awards that, you know, other than Stupid Kids Choice Awards uh, that uh, Power Rangers has been nominated for. I think someone said, like... I think Time Force was nominated for an Emmy for special effects or something all the way back when. But no, this is this is a, a very cool award. Glad LGBTQ awards. Obviously, they promote the representation in media and give nominations and, and eventual awards in several different media categories. And uh, this is the 33rd annual award. It was very cool to see this uh, come through last week. Just saw it randomly, you know, tweeted it out. And of course, we all know Dino Fury has had great strides in having Izzy, of course. Quality and equality power rangers has always had equality and and inclusion uh but now we we took the next step with the first actually uh lgbtq power ranger in the tv show obviously we've had some rangers in the comics as well as uh, becky g's portrayal of trini in the power rangers movie so definitely an important step for power rangers yeah means they're doing something right i'm definitely happy about it it's a good honor it's a worthwhile worthwhile good honor for them to have yeah absolutely uh let me see what other shows are actually in the category all right so the other shows in the category are amphibia on the disney channel centaur world on netflix claudia and the sad goodbye the babysitter's club on netflix Diary of a Future President on Disney Plus, Doogie Kame Aloha MD on Disney Plus, High School Musical, The Musical, The Series, Disney Plus, The Loud House, Nickelodeon, Episode Manly Men from Danger Force on Nickelodeon, The Owl House on Disney Channel, and of course, Power Rangers Dino Fury, which is listed as Nickelodeon slash Netflix. Database Ranger is saying the daytime Emmys. So yeah, I think Time Force was nominated for a daytime emmy for visual effects it's pretty cool love to see it zach you're kind of quiet there i'm just reading uh chat oh okay going through looking yes it it is a doogie hauser spinoff and it is fantastic yeah that's what i thought like because when i when i saw well it's not it's not a spinoff it's a modern reimagining of it so it's not connected to the doogie hauser doogie hauser is actually they established it as a television show in this new show so oh so doogie hauser is a television show in the new Mm -hmm. 
In the new show. In the new that's why Do- that's Doogie. why they call her the that's why they call her Doogie because they yeah. remind her she reminds them of Doogie Hauser. So that's how she gets She's another like fifteen year old okay. medical genius or something. Yeah. So they're like, Yeah, you're like a real Doogie Hauser and she's like, What's that? And like it's a show from the eighties. Oh a, got it. It's a good show though. For for like a kid show on Disney Plus. It's a pretty pretty good show. I, I've seen it advertised like when Netflix does, you know, coming out this month on Disney Plus and then, you know, they do Chris Long wants to know is Neil Patrick Harris in it? I said nope. Oh he's 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 not. <laughs> nope. No, he's not, no. Sir Paladin, uh, High School Musical, the musical, the series, a.k.a. No, we're not out of ideas. What makes you think that? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Moving on to the next news item. So this is certainly going to get a lot of jokes because it certainly did on Twitter. Uh, Chris Cox is announced as the new Hasbro CEO and Eric Nyman is the new president and COO, which is the chief operating officer. So back on January 5th, Hasbro announced Chris Cox, who is taking over for Brian Goldner, who sadly passed away last year and proving that once again, that the fandom is full of (laughs) (laughs) five-year-olds. Lots of people making fun of, uh, of the name, but no, this is the new CEO. He is succeeding the interim CEO, uh, Rich Stoddart, who took over in this in-between interim period. And he was currently the president and chief operating officer of Hasbro's Wizards of the Coast and Digital Gaming Division, uh, but now he has moved up to the uh, CEO position. He's been on like several different companies. So he was president and CEO of Wizards of the Coast since 2016. So he's already been at that position for a long time. But before that, he was actually at Microsoft. And I guess he worked on quite a bit. He worked on 14 years at Microsoft. He led global sales and technical engagement team as vice president of OEM technical sales and served in product management and marketing leadership positions at MSN and Xbox games where he worked on hit franchises like Halo and Fable. So uh, quite a bit of entertainment experience background uh, for this new CEO, Chris Cox. And yeah, we'll see how he handles things. I think that Hasbro is going to have like a new financial report or some kind of meeting in February. And I'm trying not to laugh at chat because it's already <laughs> beginning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so. That's great as that joke came from Chris Long. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, This this wine is really good. I'm going to get wine drunk. Oh, dear. AP said. Watch your your head in the morning. Before we we get too too far off topic, I did want to mention that, uh, you know, with with Chris Cox, who was formerly with Wizards of the Coast, being their CEO and everything, uh, I hope this means that we'll get more Wizards of the Coast collaboration material. I hope we see a, a set of Magic the Gathering cards that are Power Rangers themed or Transformers themed mm. or G.I. Joe themed. I hope we get a little more cross-company pollination um, because as someone who has gone in hard... Mm, I should have phrased that better. <laughs> as someone who went in... No, I can't say deep either. As someone who bought a crap ton <laughs> of the Dungeons & Dragons... Magic the Gathering cards, um, yeah. I would absolutely buy even more 
Power Rangers Magic the Gathering cards. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's something that a lot of people will get into. And obviously stepping into this bigger role that he has, he's going to be worried about a lot more things than just uh, Wizards of the Coast. Oh, uh, five-year uh, rumor is, uh, is, is Adam. Adam. Oh, okay. My buddy Adam. That's the thing. I haven't even had a drink yet. Maybe I need to go start. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to wait for like, I want to get through the news. I want to be official. Are you yeah. sure? The news. Yeah, yeah. I could, I, could then... sh- I could ship you some tomato bars. Oh, God. Gross. <laughs> All right. We'll move on to just some comics news. Uh, what's going on in comics this month. So first off. Uh, Mighty Morphin issue 15 came out earlier this month on January 12th. And uh, this is the ongoing uh, arc with the uh, Eltarian War. If you did not pick that up, you can check out the covers. You can check out my spoiler-free review of this. Just some of the excellent covers. We've got uh, Matt Cook as the Green Ranger for the Goni Montez cover. This is the big battle between uh, Lord Zed and uh, Zordon which is really, really cool. Just some excellent artwork, uh, some excellent storytelling going on. Uh, of course, we get flashbacks, we get all of that stuff. So yeah, really great issue, uh, which segues into the next issue with Power Rangers 15, which came out a week later on January 19th, just last week, uh, last Wednesday. So uh, this was the big one with the debut of the, well, it debuted in, in the last issue, but really shined here. And that is the White Tiger Dragon Zord, which you can see on the screen right here. Personally, I think the design is really sweet. This definitely fulfills like a childhood fantasy <laughs> for, I think, a lot of people who were fans of Mighty Morphin uh, back in the day. I think it's really cool to see the White Tiger and the Dragon Zord combine both Tommy's powers, but of course, uh, Matt's controlling the Dragon Zord. So what do you guys think about this design? I think it looks like a Zord. It looks like a Zord. That it looks battle. like, well, you're not wrong. I dig the little, uh, like, the Dragon Zord chest plate as a shield. Yeah. Um, that's kind of neat, and I dig, you know, it, it's it's fun. It's a fun mashup design that uh, I'm sure a ton of people... It was have, polarizing. Uh, it was polarizing. Yeah. I've I seen a lot of, uh, wow, I really love this, and, uh, like, this makes no sense. You know what? It's Power Rangers. And I even said in um, in my review that, you know, the White Tiger Zord is, is kind of like this parts combiner when it comes to the comics because it fused with the Promethea Zord. That was the White Tiger Mecha Zord. And then it infused with the Red Omega Zord and be- became the Red Tiger Omega Zord. And that was both in Necessary Evil. So in terms of combinations... Uh, this is the third time that the White Tiger Zord has its base form kind of melded with uh, another Megazord. I think it's pretty cool. I would love to see these as maybe in the Zap collection or even just as uh, maybe like some Megazord figures. I think that'd be pretty sweet. I'm so far behind in the comics. This is like a straight <laughs> <laughs> I'm Don't like, mind me, just making a drink. It's fine. There's some Zords. There's some Rangers. I- I'll trust you on the rest. <laughs> there's stuff going on. 
And then coming out actually tomorrow, January 26th, is Power Rangers Universe number two. I just did a spoiler-free review on that today. And I will say that it definitely gets a little better. I know uh, issue one was really packed with uh, a ton of world building, uh, learning all of the names of of the new teens that you're going to be following in this. Uh, Lots of high concepts going on. Uh, so this is the main cover by Dan Mora featuring Blue Rangers. Uh, we've got Hyperforce Blue. We've got Jungle Fury, MMPR. We've got even Dino Thunder in the back, uh, Ninja Storm. So really amazing cover. I absolutely love Dan Mora's art, and uh, this is a real treat to see. And then the Dark Ranger incentive is actually the Dark Ranger from Dino Charge. Not specifically Dino Charge, but uh, more like Beyond the Grid and, and the comics, because that really brought the Dark Ranger to life. So this is Heckle, and it follows a similar theme with this artist who did like Master Vile and uh, Rita Repulsa for uh, the Power Rangers Unlimited series. And he's doing uh, this variant for the Dark Ranger, which looks really sick. That's very trippy, very psychedelic. Yeah, and then uh, Goni Montez is doing uh, basically this negative style for the Rangers. And that will be, I think, all the Mighty Morphin Rangers. So the the Red Ranger was uh, the first one. And then, so this is like a negative space cover art and then we get this pretty cool artwork of all the mmpr team and then i don't know if they want wanted that shown but here it is uh so we get all of the different powers kind of matched up and and glitch just like the emissaries so very cool covers power rangers universe number two goes on sale tomorrow so definitely check that out Quick yep. to chat, uh, Arisef. Yes, we did actually. We talked about it on the episode that released this morning. For for what? Uh, he asked if we saw about Ryan Perry. Oh yeah, about people trying to call his family. Yeah, if you missed if you missed the extra episode, we talked about uh, Chance Perez and the whole NFT situation. Ivan recorded kind of an addendum since he did apologize and take down his video and uh, apologize for the NFTs. But we did also address the recent odd behavior from from fans, just unacceptable. So we talked about. Uh, Simon Bennett, once again, reiterating that he cannot talk at all about Dino Fury. He's not answering any questions on Twitter or Instagram about Power Rangers. And then we also talked about Ryan Parrott, who tweeted out that no one should be calling his family to get a job in comics. It's a bad situation. And we even mentioned uh, Brian Edward Hill, who's writing uh, the next Power Rangers movie. Uh, He actually had someone ask him about casting for the new movie. And just something unacceptable that, you know, people really shouldn't be bothering them about. Yeah. We did talk about it. This stuff is good. This is dangerous. <laughs> I do have water. I'm going to, I'm actually going to stay hydrated. Drink responsibly. I don't. <laughs> I have this and it is with this. I think we should transition and, and toast. I've got, I've got one more. Come on. Oh, there's one more. Uh, I just wanted to to, to mention briefly, and I'm not going to get deep into this because this is spoilers, but we do have the Power Rangers solicitations for April. So coming this April, 
We've got Mighty Morphin 18. And so this is the aftermath of the Altarian War. Uh, so the aftermath and Matt Groom, who is from the Ranger Danger podcast and has written several comics like Self-Made and Ultraman with Kyle Higgins and now Inferno, Girl Red, and the upcoming Supermassive comic coming out next month. He is taking over for Mighty Morphin starting with issue 17. So apparently, uh, if you heard our interview with them on earlier this month, the first episode of the year, we talked with Kyle Higgins and Matt and Michael and Ryan Parrott. And towards the end of the episode, uh, Matt did reveal kind of his plans for uh, who the focus of his run is going to be. Uh, so we're definitely going to get a lot more Rocky focus and... The synopsis definitely confirms that. So Rocky and Matt, the Green Ranger, wait in tense anticipation for the return of the away team. Emotions run high as Zordon acknowledges a hidden history involving him and Promethea and how much the war has affected him. While Rocky is torn on different responsibilities that might be reconcilable without help. Oh, that's a funny word to say. And then uh, Power Rangers 18. So Ryan Parrott is still continuing with just Power Rangers, and there's going to be some reacted. So apparently the Omega Rangers take a big risk, splitting up after receiving separate distress calls from two different planets. Uh, Zach and Trini bring an unexpected guest back to safe haven after the battle, while Jason and Yale encounter a rogue redacted, determined to avenge the destruction of his home planet. And I don't want to get too carried away with this, but destruction of his home planet and we had uh in the comics before that uh it was mentioned that the codes that astronomer gave the codes to sirius to grum i think we're gonna see doggy kruger i think this is his oh. red cloak from the spd episode what from the past when he helped z as a child oh my god i think they're gonna encounter doggy kruger Because when it says redacted, I think uh, encounters a rogue Syrian determined to avenge the destruction of his home planet. Oh, that would make sense. I I think we're getting Doggy Kruger. And if we are, I love you, Ryan. You're the best. Uh, (laughs) Keep working on Power Rangers in some capacity. Or is it a a Rafconian? Could they? They don't know. It, no. Oh, if they want to tie into, but no, I'm I'm going to say I'm, I'm, I'm just, sticking I, with Doggy Kruger. I'm sticking with Doggy Kruger. But the other cover for this, wow, I don't know why it cover B. That's actually Zach and Trini on on their away mission, and uh, those are the two Zords back to back. And that's the Daniele Di Niculo cover that he's continuing with the legacy covers. And then finally, we got Power Rangers Universe 5, which is on sale April 27th. Some cool covers. I'm not going to read all of that, uh, but we get the Black Ranger cover, uh, which I think is pretty sweet. So yeah, that is it for the comics. That's it for the news. Uh, it's, it's time to time. celebrate. It's, it's yeah. party time. It's it's Miller time. I don't know. So um First off, first off, I I just want to say once again, just a huge thanks to all of our listeners that have supported us throughout the years, whether you interact with us or not on social or whatever. We know that there's a ton of listeners out there and 
Uh, we've got some of our most dedicated friends here on the podcast. So I do want to say cheers, even if you're drinking water or something else. I want to say that I am slightly disappointed in all of our listeners right now because we have 18 people watching us and only eight people have thumbs up our video and it is just a tad disappointing to me. AP is calling wow, you guys wow, out. Just wow. Saying, just That's saying. How we start year eight, huh? With, with, Y'all uh... need to start hitting that like button. <laughs> I mean, unless you're all hitting the dislike button, I don't know, because YouTube removed it. YouTube that. removed it. YouTube removed yeah. it. Because <laughs> they suck. Um, well, they are getting into NFTs, so... Oh, Lord, no! Oh, Sir Paladin in the chat said, now YouTube wants to do NFTs. No, yeah. f- no f- thanks. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. NFTs, oh my God. no f- thanks. So really appreciate it. We got uh, Josh Perry joining us in the chat. We got Burgundy Ranger, uh, just some more shout outs. Uh, some person called AP Secret Ranger fan. I don't know who that is. Um, uh, neither do I. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Like the pop-up video. Pop-up, pop-up video. video. Yeah, so. We have 16 likes now. Y'all listen thank to you. me. I'm wow. so proud. Look at that. Look at that. Uh, our viewership went down a bit. So thanks, AP. Come through. <laughs> Yeah, we got Ranger Liz in the chat as well. So yeah, thank you. Thank you all so much. We also really appreciate all of our patrons who support us and support the show directly. Again, you know, if, if the numbers weren't there uh, since the beginning, you know, we really wouldn't be doing this. Just a lot going on with eight years of podcasting. It's you know, really crazy to think about it. it. It really is. I I had no idea that you know we'd go this long. Oh, I I did. I mean, the I think the domains renewed through twenty twenty five. So <laughs> I'll be, I'll be we're here. locked in until then. <laughs> we got three, three more years. The math is hard. Really, I can't stress enough how much. We enjoy doing the show. For us, it's a chance to get together, you know, every couple of weeks, Zach, AP, and I, and also a chance to connect with other friends that we have on occasionally as guest co-hosts and, and all that stuff. So it's something I love to do. It's kept me going in terms of just a creative outlet for everything I do for the podcast, uh, graphic design work, the website work, the editing for me, that's a creative outlet. And it's something to take my mind off the nine to five, even though sometimes this can feel like a nine to five, but we wouldn't be doing this if we didn't love power Rangers. And if we didn't love all of our friends and, uh, everyone who, who helps support us. It's true. We are absolutely blessed by some of the greatest fans, friends, listeners, whatever you want to call yourselves. If you, you know, have been supporting us for as long as you have, I lost my train of thought just now, but thank you, seriously. When we started this, I, for one, definitely thought it was just something fun to do as a laugh. Like, oh yeah, I I don't have anything planned for the next year or whatever. I'll do a podcast. Why not? (laughs) Cut to eight years later and we're still doing it and we're still doing it consistently. And... This is all because of you guys. This is all because of the hard work that Erica has put in, for sure. I know there have been many, many times where he's like, <laughs> Oh, I gotta do the podcast. Uh, stress. Uh, and we're just like, yeah, yeah. podcast. 
But no, seriously, we, we, we are so thankful, like you wouldn't believe, and getting to do this for as long as we have is all because of you guys, and we couldn't be more thankful. Yeah, I would, I would love to get to uh, 10 years, but... Yeah, lots of uh, lots of changes this year. But AP, do you do what have stuff to say? Yeah, no, I'm I'm forever amazed. I've said it about ten million times. Like every time we do one of these segments where we thank people, I say it over and over again. But it's because I believe it and it's true. I'm just forever amazed that people like listen to us. Like eight mm-hmm. years later, we have loyal listeners and people who care about what we have to say. And it's, it's amazing. And it's, it's just so much fun. And I'm thankful for you guys. I'm thankful for our listeners. It's such like a bright part of just life sometimes. Yeah. It's it's like what you said, Eric, it's like, it's sometimes like, even though sometimes it feels difficult, and it's more difficult for you because you do a lot of the heavy lifting. Sure. So if everybody could give like Eric a round of applause, because that's just like, <laughs> yeah, that's for real. I, I don't have for, a like, soundboard. Otherwise, I'd well, be like, <laughs> we wouldn't be here without Eric. Um, this, but, yeah, this was your brainchild. This is, yeah, we all answered that late night tweet and got on board. And what I should later, really do is like print that out, frame it. And, and just have it as, as inspiration. Cause there you go. Yeah. I think there's, there's a lot of, you know, amazing ideas that can happen when you least expect it. And, you know, it's those, it's one of those rare instances where you get an idea and, and you just run with it. And yeah, I would not be involved in this fandom if it wasn't for Eric. Mm-hmm. Like I really, I really wouldn't be. I started on Tumblr and some people on there were like hella toxic. Some people were were just awful yeah. to me. And Eric was so patient and nice and like answered all my stupid cosplay questions because I didn't know nothing about that. And that's back when I thought I was gonna cosplay. I never did, but <laughs> still. <laughs> but he was so nice to me. And then when I joined Twitter, he was there too. And then I became friends with Zach because Zach was like friends with Eric. And then we all started this podcast together and it's just like from there, the rest is like history. Like y'all are my, like y'all are like family now. This is, this is such like an, a, like a bright spot in my day after like a stressful day at work, which yeah. today was one of, today was one of those. <laughs> um, For sure. I want to add to that sentiment AP of like, yeah, we, we, we thank our listeners of course, but also like, I'm so grateful for you guys. When we started this, Eric and I were acquaintances of, like, friends. Like, we weren't close friends. We'd never really hung out before. We met each other at conventions and stuff, and we were friends on Facebook. But the last eight years has just been, like, man, over the last eight years, I've gotten to know you better, Eric. And and AP, I got to meet you and get to know you. And like you said, it's it's the bright spot in the day of when I get to hang out and talk to you guys or when we're, we're chatting on Twitter or we're laughing about the same stuff or we're, AP, when you're tweeting me about, like, Oh my God, Zach! I found this at Aldi. You have to check this out. It's so delicious. <laughs> like those, you know, those interactions aside from the podcast, that's yeah. what I think we can take away as one of the best things about the podcast is that it brought us closer together. Yeah, it's like I gained like a whole nother family and friends from all this that I never expected, mm-hmm. and I just I don't regret it one bit. Yeah, not one bit. And, I, and I'm looking forward to whatever the future might bring. So, Uh-oh, whatever Eric. that might look like. 
Teresa's narking on you in chat. <laughs> she said you're really chugging the wine. She told me not to finish this. Granted, this is one of those gift bottles that doesn't have a lot in it. So, mm-hmm. all right, for, for her, I'm going to put this away. Um, Teresa, he's making excuses. Remember, happy life, happy life, okay? Let's, yeah, exactly. Let's be honest. So... Well, I, I kind of want to uh, move on to that, but yeah, I just think of, you know, over the years, you know, all the conventions that we've been to, all the uh, experiences that we've had over the years, not just in person, but on the podcast. And Toku Chris is right. He said, technically, you know, this is probably the 275th recording. You know, if you figure in all of our extra episodes, you know, this is this is 193 of the regular episodes and we just did 83 extra episodes. So 194. Oh, this is 194. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So no, it's, it's, it's a ton of, uh, it's a ton of recording. It's, it's crazy. You know, there's, there's that one saying, you know, like, was it like, if you do something like 10,000 times, you're basically a master at it or something. And <laughs> I, I feel we like nowhere near that level. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, we're no, nowhere near that level, but I mean, just, you know, all, all of the hours total, I, I think I totaled something uh, before, but I think we're close to like 500 hours of, mm. of actual audio, which is insane it's insane that's yeah and again this all started just kind of as you wanted to do something within the fandom and you reached out not even really knowing if anyone would reply yeah and then you got me who was like hey, i'm bored i'll do it and you got AP <laughs> who was like yeah eric's nice i'll do something with him i'm like yeah i don't want to write my college thesis let's just do this <laughs> and, and and from that just random thought here we are eight years later with yeah. some amazing friends uh, our amazing listeners, Teresa says a ton of sleepless nights. That's true. Very true. Lots of editing uh, on Friday nights. and um, Lots of lots of last minute, late night editing. Well, I, I do want to say that, you know, a lot of this would not be possible without Teresa. Yeah. She's pretty much been with it from the beginning because I met her in the summer of 2014. And she's been with me through this. She's been, you know, incredi- <laughs> incredibly patient. And thankfully, you know, her job and, and, and her schedule and has allowed me to keep doing this. And also just, you know, her patience with everything and, and her understanding. So, you know, without her, a lot of this wouldn't be possible. So I definitely have to recognize that. And that's something I want to kind of uh, switch into because if you don't follow me on social media or usually I'm on Twitter, that's the public profile. I only have very close friends and family on Facebook, but if you somehow missed the news, Teresa and I will be having our first child in June. So I will be a father pretty quickly. Yeah, buddy. It's exciting. It's a little scary. Uh, it's it's a whole mix of emotions. And that's something that's definitely going to affect the podcast. Um, because I don't know what's going to happen. I can't predict the future. But I know, you know, a lot of my... A lot of my time is going to be preoccupied with, with a child. And uh, lots of things are, are going to be changing. You know, I'm not going to be at PMC. I'm not going to be at Ranger Stop. Who knows? Who knows in, in five months from now or, or six or seven months from now, 
got a lot of stuff going on at work. All things considered with the pandemic, you know, my work has a huge trade show later this year. So I, I don't know. We will keep going with the podcast as, as long as we can, or as long as I'm <laughs> able to do it. By no means is this like, hey, we're ending the podcast, because no. that's that's never going to happen. I think maybe the frequency will change, that's for sure. But, you know, we always keep everyone up to date on Twitter. I think Twitter, that's our most uh, pervasive uh, social media, and, of course, through our website. I'm still going to find the time to you know, still keep things updated and all of that. And look, I still got, I still got a good five months before, you know, I have to reevaluate some things. So um, as far as I know, we're still going to keep producing episodes, you know, lots of stuff coming up for Power Rangers, you know, hopefully sometime soon we'll know what the 30th anniversary is going to be, what the Netflix plans are. So we'll see, we'll see. But we are pretty much on track, like in our regular episodes uh, for episode 200 of our regular show. So I have no idea what we're going to plan for that. I know for episode 100, we kind of did this huge skit, which was a lot of fun, but yeah. We need to return to skits. (laughs) Episode 200 is just me screaming. (laughs) It's just you screaming? Oh, my God. It's just me screaming in frustration. Just all all of us us screaming in frustration. Pandemic. Yeah, two years of pandemic. Uh, You know what? Uh, The the pandemic, you know, all things aside, I'm so glad that we were still able to keep, like, well, I'll say one thing. The podcast was my pandemic, like, sanity check, for sure. Yeah. And you guys definitely kept me sane, because not only did we deal with the pandemic... I moved right before the pandemic and yep. had no one and my social life turned to the internet and you guys really helped keep me safe and sane. And, and, uh, I am super appreciative of that fact. We've got a ton of people in chat with a ton of jokes. Yeah. About so Baby Barry. Oh my God. So Zach, you want to do a chat check? Sure thing. So, uh, we're going to check in with chat. Uh, Toku Chris is name the baby after your hosts. Name it Secret Ranger Zach Fan. Quite a long name. Um, Database Ranger is welcoming you to the Fatherhood Club. Uh, nice. Sir Paladin says congratulations to both of you, you and Teresa. Where was the one that was hysterical? Oh, right, here it is. Uh, Chris said, Eric, don't ever go spelunking. Don't ever mess with any Ninja <laughs> Nexus prism thingies. Don't get a butler and build robots. Oh, yeah, the, the, Adam I, I will do none Long's of that. Toys says, uh, just don't be one of those podcasts that doesn't put out an episode for seven months. I think we all know <laughs> who you're talking about there, Chris Long. I like I like Adam's joke. He said, uh, Eric won't leave his child to look for him like ranger dads do. <laughs> <laughs> we got Mason Merrill in chat saying, sorry I'm late to the party. Congratulations on eight years. Mason, thank you for stepping in, brother. Good to see you. Hassan. Oh, the internet sensation sweeping the nation says awesome. happy eighth anniversary, my man. That's awesome. Thank you, Haas. Appreciate it, brother. Adam says screaming into the void night. <laughs> <laughs> so we're definitely going to start collecting questions. So if you guys have any questions for us, you know, pretty much we'll make it an ask us anything. Uh, yeah. But. In the meantime, uh, we got something kind of special that that we're gonna do. Yeah, and this, I'm excited. And this might be one of the future of the podcast things because we're actually thinking 
of uh, doing something fun and unique coming up this year. Hopefully, and, and just like future of the podcast things, I know we did not do a Power Rangers Survivor in the past year, but I got to get with Doug on that. But uh, we do want to do at least a couple more of those. So I'll have to talk with him. But at some point this year, I definitely want to do another Power Rangers Survivor. That's a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, we will take questions in the chat, probably towards the end of the episode. I'm going to hand this next part over to Zach. Oh, fun. Hand it over to the drinking guy. Well, hey, it's, it's your time to shine, buddy. You're our guide in, in this journey. Oh dear, let me fix my posture because that's an important thing I should work on, uh, as I just poured myself more Jameson and Coke. So chat. What we are planning is, at some point in the coming months, we will be doing a Ranger Command playthrough of the Renegade Game Studios Power Rangers RPG. This is something that both Eric and AP expressed interest in, and as the host with the most tabletop gaming experience... And the host with the most, babe. Sorry, I just thought of Beetlejuice because my my brain, my drunk brain is free associating. We're going to do character creations for the Power Rangers RPG. Um, so if you are curious at all about how the character creation works, please make sure you're paying attention. You can follow along at home if you have uh, a PDF of the character sheet. Or if you are like Eric and you pre-ordered uh, the game and you have the role-playing game book PDF, so, you can follow that too. So I actually have the book on, on the screen. So, Zach, I will... Ooh. Everyone can see this at home, I think, because my, my OBS, yeah. So yeah. Um, if you want to go through certain points of the book just to kind of explain certain things, and then we'll go into the character creation. Sure thing. So let me open up my copy that I was actually in the middle of opening up. Okay, so we're just going to skip ahead to Chapter 2, Character Creation. This is basically what we're going to do today is create your guys's ranger personas in the game. Uh, I haven't read ahead to like Zord and Megazord creation stuff. So we're not going to worry about that today. We're just going to worry about what is your character, what is your backstory, your your color, all this, that, the other thing. So yeah, chapter two uh, begins on page 15. And step one is character concept. Character concept is essentially four things. It is your origin. It's your, your role on the team. Basically, which color are you? Your influences, which is stuff that happened in your, you know, civilian life that influences you as a ranger. And your essence points. And your essence points, if you guys look on your character sheets, your uh, essence is broken down into four attributes. Your strength, your speed, your smarts, and your social. Now, among these four attributes, you get a base of 12 points to spend. Okay. You can distribute them however you wish to. If you want to be super strong, you can put like four points in strength. If you want to be fast and agile, maybe, you know, four points in speed and then even out the rest of the points however you want. The book does say that an average spread... Call out page numbers so I can, like page in the PDF so I can just... Sure, I, I will once I double check where I saw the, the, the like average spread of scores earlier... Oh, and I figured out I have a PDF editor on my phone, so I'm just, like, putting stuff in on there. I there you go. It, I, I, it was just a blurb and a small paragraph, and I don't know where the hell that paragraph went. 
but basically, yeah, you you have twelve points to spend in your essences. Basically, is what they are called. Oh, oh here it is. Aha, found it. Uh, it is on page sixteen. And it's step five, assign essence points to your essence scores, but that should be the first step, and I'll explain why in a bit. Okay. Um, but it says here, when you create your character, second paragraph on the page, or on the underneath step five, when you create your character, you will have 12 essence points to spend between the four essence scores. Your GM may let you assign these points however you choose, but the most common spread is 4-3-3-2. This means that you put one of... Your one of each of these numbers in the essence score of your choice. As your character grows and levels up, you'll get more essence points to spend. Okay. So, for the example character that I made, I made him as a more physical character, okay. so I assigned more points into strength. So, should we be doing this now? Yes. Like for okay. So, so you have twelve points to spend. Okay. Um. Now, what's all these, like, athletics, all this other stuff, like these? Um, those are the skills that are uh, under those essences. So... Will we get um, to choose that at some point? Yeah, how that, how that works, yeah, how that works is the number of points that you put into your essences is the number of points you get to spend to buy those skills. Okay. And in this uh, core rule book, will there be different explanations of these powers so we can choose? Yeah, they break down the skills, yeah. Okay. So I got to decide what character I want to do. Chris Long brought up a good point. And I was just about to answer it. Um, okay. No, sorry, I didn't, that came out way more hostile than I intended. My apologies. You cannot have zero points in an essence. So you, you at least have to have one. You have to have at least one. Um, and it explains it in essence ability scores of zero. A creature with a strength of zero is comatose. A creature with a speed of zero is paralyzed. A creature with a smarts of zero is caught in a stupor. A creature with a social of zero is a Power is, Rangers fan. Is, <laughs> you're not wrong. So yeah, it can't be a zero. Uh, you have to put at least one point okay. into uh, your... Your, your essences. Uh, so a good rule of thumb is this uh, four three three two. That is that a good the, balance? The average spread that they gave you. Yeah. Now I will say that depending on which role you choose and which background you choose, um, you do get extra points into those essences. Okay. So are we? Why? Why are? If this is step five, why? Why are we doing this first? Uh. To me, it makes more sense okay. uh, because you can. Well, uh, okay. Sorry, I just realized I can't do math. I put the. <laughs> that's fair. Listen, that's, that's half, I put the half, wrong. Half, I just added up the numbers I put, and it came out to like fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and it's not because I'm. It's, it's not because I'm drinking too much. It's just like I literally am not putting. <laughs> Okay, so you know what? You're, that's a fair point. Why don't we cut to the origins? Wait, wait, wait. Let me let me do my base points. I haven't done that yet. Okay. Yeah. So I'm I'm doing it live here. We're doing it live. We're all doing it live. You'll bear with us for any mistakes. Now, do we keep this secret? Like, is is AP going to tell me hers? Am I am I announcing what mine are? This isn't or? by a secret or anything. Like, you okay. guys can share your scores if you want to, because. Sometimes that can help, too, with character creation, where it's like, oh, if if I know that so-and-so is making a strong character, 
then maybe I'll make a, a more agile, more finesse-type character. Okay, so I put three in strength, four in speed, three in smarts, and two in social. Okay. So you sound like you're going to be a fairly competent fighter with an emphasis on being more agile. Yes. Cool. That works. All right. I've got three. Uh, no, I've got three, three, four, two. That's so, 12, right? Yeah. That's 12. Yeah. Okay. So cool. you, AP, you're are going to be, you're going to be yes. a fairly average fighter, but you're going to be pretty smart. Okay. All right. So that's everybody oh, happy do, with their base scores? Do, do we pick a do we pick a name for our character? Oh yeah, if you want to name your characters, by all means, uh, up at the top of your character sheet, there's a spot oh for your name. Oh my uh, There's a slot Can I be an pronouns. alien or what? How do we? Does um, that... I believe there is an alien origin. Um, let me see. Let Let me know what page. Can I just be human? Is that cool? Yeah, is you that can be option? human. That's fine. all right. Uh, I don't think. I don't think there's an alien background. See, there's here. there's heroes of Earth. Um, that's an origin. What about an influence? Is there like an alien influence? Artisan, caretaker, community helper. Maybe, maybe we're just all supposed to be human. I think, yeah, I think this. the idea is you're all human. Okay. Um, because they did mention that this core rule book is basically Mighty Morphin through, like, in space, human teams. Okay. Which doesn't make sense because in space there was an alien and uh, the alien rangers were alien, but uh, or maybe it's through Zio or Turbo. I don't know. Uh, but is there like a like a random name generator? I'm horrible at coming up with names. <laughs> you know what? I uh, random name generator. I think I have one in my like D and D bookmark. So give me one oh. second. See if I can find that. Is it Donjon RPG tools? There's, There's a, a fantasy fa- name generator, but I don't, I don't yeah. want to be like some weird <laughs> alien name. Yeah. What's a cool name? Think of a cool name you like. Uh, I think my name's pretty cool, but I'm not going to be <laughs> Eric Perry in the Power Rangers RPG. I mean, hey, it could be. All we right. Oh, this- human names. Fantasy name generator. Oh my god. Brow Battle Branch? <laughs> yeah. Those are still D&D human names. Yeah, I don't know what... Oh my god. I don't want fantasy name. Can I just... Be, oh, real... Oh, there's a real name. Oh, there you go. 20th Century English. Let's go. <laughs> Jenny J- Jan- Watts. Jenny Watts. Calvin Sampson. Just, just go with what Adam said. Barrick Terry. Ba- yeah. Barrick Terry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Teresa said Corgo. I'm not going to be named after a dog. This <laughs> one says Sven Wellhung. No, come on. No. Chris, we're not just taking variations on your last name. All right, buddy. Uh, Harvey Powers, Ernest Brock, Clifford. I'm going to, I'm going to re- regenerate this. Yeah. I don't want to be a Frank. Ugh. It's perfectly acceptable to like just wholesale <laughs> steal your name from a favorite fictional character. I mean, That's what I'm doing. I don't want to do that though. <laughs> okay. That is what I'm doing. Wait, Theodore James. That's just like TJ. <laughs> TJ, Theodore James, Jarvis Johnson. <laughs> 
TJ at that point. I, I could be Ronald Berger. <laughs> <laughs> These are horrible. Eugene <laughs> Coffee. <laughs> okay, let me let me pit it to you this way. When you envision your character, he's agile, he's a decent fighter. I, I kind of want to be Gene Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> then by all means, be Gene Coffee. I want to be Gene Coffee. Okay. We Gene. have Gene Coffee. Gene Coffee. Eric, Eric Cherry. Eric Cherry. <laughs> Eric Cherry. Teresa says Vance Peely. I'm not going to be Peely. <laughs> <laughs> no, right, so I'm have... I'm gonna be Gene Coffee. Okay, so we have Gene Coffee and <laughs> AP. Um, I'm still coming up with I'm coming up with it. Give me okay. a lot. I could I could get female names: Christine Middleton, Yvonne Pitts. That sounds weird. Yeah. Gertrude. Who Who in their right mind would name their kid Gertrude? Oh, Mason said B Linda. <laughs> oh, it's Linda here. Uh, oh God! F- from from the that. Fortnite. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna database just says noun McAdjective. <laughs> noun McAdjective. All right. Well, I, I'm I'm for, for sti- reference the 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 uh, the green uh, Zeo based ranger that I came up with when creating a character. His name is Ryder Hansen. Okay. So, I mean, I'm not any better at creating fake names than anybody else. So. That's, a, that's certainly a choice. Right? <laughs> he's he's basically a martial arts himbo, so. Oh, okay. Eric said, Morphe McMorphe. Hi, guys. I'm Morphe McMorphe. Are you a Power Ranger? What? No. We, we, we got we got to get past the, the, the names part of it. Mm. Oh, all right. Gene, Gene Coffee like the drink, but not spelt the same. Exactly. Good reference, Sir Paladin. So, uh, what did I say we have to pick now? Your origin? Is that yeah, where, where do we find the that? Of contents. Okay. So, the origins are on starting on page 21. Okay, um, 21. So, your origins will increase some of those essences, depending on which origin you pick. Is there a list of origins? Uh, there's, it is, it's just not like a short list. It's like, it explains the background, or or sorry, let me try again. It explains the origin and all the things that come with the origin. So for example, uh, Ryder, the character I created, his background was that he's cynical. Okay. No matter what the world throws at you, you only take, it only takes a pair of crossed arms and good eye roll to deflate the nature of it. You are sarcastic and dry possibly even jaded from happenings in your life, but nothing strikes you as completely exciting or breathtaking, even though it hands you new adventures all the time. The world leaves you nonplussed, and I get a bunch of benefits, which we'll go over. So these, you guys are going to kind of have to look over on your own. AP, do you want to, like, just follow along on the... Oh, that's too small to read. I'm not going to put you yeah, through that. I, I, I've been reading it. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll list the... Here's what I'll, here's what I'll do. <laughs> I will read off the origins. And AP, if you hear one that sounds interesting, you let me know and I'll read you what it does. Okay? Okie dokie. Okay. So the origins are athletic, brainy, comedic, curious, cynical, kind, oddball, Popular, rebellious, and tragic. 
I think I'm going to go with cynical. Cynical? Okay. Cynical, yes. I, I, I kind of saw it coming, but... Oh well. So we got two. Wait, Zach, your character is cynical, right? My character is not participating in the game as a GM. I play the villains. This is just a character I made for trying to learn the system. Um, Okay. This character does not count. So cynical. So she would put that in her origin tab, right? Mm -hmm. In her origin tab, underneath underneath her character name, she'll she'll type out cynical. Uh, And here are the perks of being cynical. AP, your starting health. You have been hardened to all the world might put in your path, and you begin with two health. So she uh, would put that in the health box? In, in the health box underneath uh, personal power and movement, yep. Okay. So you write a number two there and know that you have two health to start with. Okay. Right. Your essence score increase options. You can either increase your speed or your social by plus one. I'm going to increase my social. All right. So how do I put that in? Uh, you just change the number. So whatever number you had there previously, add one and rewrite the number in there. Okie doke. You gain bonus skill levels, which means you get to point uh, where it says the little circle uh, with D2. That's your skill at the first level, so you'll get to fill these in for free. Yep. Um, you get in your speed column acrobatics and initiative. Okay. I, I wanted to address chat real quick. So, uh, Chris sure. Long, the in the book, some of the pictures are uh, original art. Uh, some are sourced from the comics and through through Hasbro. So you'll see a mix of uh, comic artwork, uh, original artwork, and like especially for the character creation. Uh, I'm not sure where they source this art. It just looks like uh, some generic uh, human. Yeah. So uh, yeah. yeah, I want to also address his other point. Uh, why Chris Long never got into D and D? D and D character creation by comparison is so much simpler. For some reason, this system is way complicated, and I don't know why. It shouldn't be this complicated. Wow. But, like, compared to Dungeons & Dragons, this is way more complicated. I don't know why. They just chose to go a completely different route than D&D, but it is what it is. Okay, so sorry. Uh, so you're speed-based. You got um, a D2 in acrobatics and initiative. Okay. And then in social, you gain a D2 in animal handling and deception and streetwise. And then you'll go through mine, right? Because I picked one, but if you yeah, want to I'll, I'll go me. through yours with you when you when you yeah. Okay. Um, I just want to make sure that AP has hers. Uh, AP, your your base movement, uh, which is above your health box, uh, is thirty feet. So on your turn, you can move thirty feet with your movement. I just write thirty feet in there. Yeah, you write thirty thirty feet, um, yep. or just thirty, because uh, oh. that's that's the good thing about movement is it's all handled in. Each square on a battle map is considered five feet squared. Mm. Okay. So with 30 feet, you know, you can move up to six squares on the map. All right. That's cool. Yeah. That's, that's, that's something they carried over from D&D, surprisingly. So for languages, it says you haven't really had any reason to learn many new languages. It just isn't you. You are fluent in your native language and one additional language for each three points of smarts you possess. Now, since I know you said... You got four in your smarts. That means you're proficient in English and one other language. 
Okay. So if you want to pick another language to be fluent in, then that's fine. Are there, like, languages I have to choose from? Uh, no, there are not. So I assume they want you to pick, like, a real-life word, a real-life language. Okay. And then I don't know where to put this on your character sheet. Um, you the, may just... the origin benefit? Yeah. I don't see a spot for it. But you have an origin benefit AP called, oh, what now? And it's, you are so steeled against being shocked or surprised that negative emotional responses are just not something that you give in to easily. Any attack or effect that targets you emotionally automatically suffers a snag, and you have an edge when trying to roll to overcome emotional distress. Maybe put that next to, um, maybe next to the origin, just like put a dash and put whatever benefit it is. I'll, I'll copy the... I will not copy the... Because it doesn't say where we put origin benefit. Yeah. Well, like, this is a lot. This is a yeah, lot. It, this, is, this is... When I first started to sit down to read this book, I was like, wow, this is so much more... Uh, Steve Martinez like, had a good had a good question. He says, now, when you make your own character, is it an MMPR ranger, or do you also make your own ranger team name? So that is uh, an interesting point, Steve. In the book... It specifically says that uh, uh, Adam's got a duck out. Happy 8th anniversary. Thanks, Adam, for coming by. Thanks, Adam. Um, in in the book, it specifically says that the book is tailored to the power sets from MMPR to, I think, like, Turbo or In Space. Like, okay. the, the Zordon era of, of the show. So the book kind of, quote-unquote, limits you to those power sets. However... Speaking as a DM of a, almost a year now, honestly, I think you could take those power sets and just overlay them over whatever theme you want your team to be. Okay. So, like, if we, the Ranger Command crew, came up with, like, hey, we want to do an animal-themed team, then we could say, okay, well, what are we and basing on? Well, let's base it on the Zeo powers. Okay. So in the book, we would go off of the zero, the zero powers and weapons, but we'd reskin everything to be animal themed. All right. So maybe when, um, and we'll do this offline. So for, um, yeah. you know, our, our listeners, um, what we'll do is we're going to invite a few people, um, that can have the time commitment to do this. And, you know, we're basically going to do almost like an audio version of the, the campaign. So we'll, we'll probably have an hour or two hour long sessions whenever, uh, you know, we can decide to do that, uh, which will be turned into a podcast and it'll be kind of like a supplemental or might take the place of our extra episode. So, um, that's something to look forward to. We've, we've just started talking about this. So, um, I think Mason was definitely interested. Who else? Mm -hmm. Mason for sure. Uh, and I'm not sure who else yet, but so far we have the three of you guys. So you, uh, Mason, and AP would be the first three Rangers. Um, me as the GM, I would just run the game. I wouldn't right. be an actual... And like, if I, this I is like Ranger. Power Rangers, do we need five or six? Uh, it says that the base game can be played with from three to five. Oh, so it, it does... It You can do a three Ranger team. You can do a three Ranger team, yeah. All right. I I would prefer five, just if we can get... 
I would, I would too. Uh, I, if um, we can yeah, get we'll, a commitment we'll, from people, we'll we'll both the call out to to the usual suspects and see who is interested. In fact, if you're a usual listener and you're hearing about this right now, um, please let me or Eric know you're interested. Uh, just DM us on Twitter, and um, we'll 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 figure out who we who we have join the team because. Yeah, we definitely want to run this as a full team. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so that's all of AP's stuff. AP, your benefit, I will just copy and paste and send to you to write down somewhere. Just remind me so I don't forget. Uh, And now, Eric, what did you pick for your background? Okay, so I picked athletic. Okay. Since um, I had the speed, I, I wanted to go with that. Sure thing. So yeah, with athletic, physical prowess has always come naturally to you and all your life you've been in good shape. It still takes a modest to- amount of... This, this is a total total fantasy. <laughs> oh yeah, no. That's, <laughs> that's why it's a fantasy game because you can play something that is absolutely not you. It takes a modest amount of upkeep and discipline to maintain, but that has never been a hard decision for you to prioritize such things. You likely play physical sports, work out in your spare time, and maintain a healthy lifestyle. So, starting health... You're in great shape. You begin with two health. All right, I put in two health. All right. Uh, your essence score increase options, you can increase either your strength or your speed by plus one. Ooh. And I can do that now? Yep. Now, do I just change the, the number on the top? You just change the number. So if you right. put four in strength and you want to add it to your strength, your strength is now five. All right, I put speed to five now. I'm, I'm a okay. fast, fast guy. You're an agile fighter. I like it. Um, and there are weapons that you can then take that are finesse weapons that work off of your speed instead of your strength. Cool. Okay, cool. Now, what's right. bonus uh, skill levels? Your bonus skill levels, these are skills that you will get because of your origin, and they will okay. start you out at level one in that skill. Okay. So, bonus skill levels, you gain the following skills. So your strength-based skills, you get a bonus in are athletics, brawn, and might. How do I mark that? So there's a little bubble that says D2, D4, D6, D8, all those. Um, okay. You mark the bubble that says D2. Oh, on, okay, on all of the On athletics, on athletics brawn. Okay. On brawn, and might, yep. Uh, athletics, brawn, and might. Got it. Okay. Alrighty. Um, now your speed-based skills are acrobatics, finesse, and initiative. And those are also D2? Uh, those are also at D2. This is the first skill level for free because of your origin. All right, so acrobatics, finesse, and initiative. Yep, acrobatics, finesse, and initiative. Now, your ground movement is 10 feet more because you are athletic. You get to go 40 feet. All right, let me put that in. Uh, 40 feet. Cool. All right. Uh, And then just like AP's cynical character, you haven't had much time to learn new languages beyond your native one. Uh, So you know your native language and one additional language for each three points of social you possess. Okay, so then I only know English. Okay, so you only know English. All right. All right. I got distracted by Long's Mighty Ducks comment in chat. Uh, (laughs) Oh, uh, sweet. You too, the Mighty Ducks? (laughs) Ducks, yeah. (laughs) Your origin benefit is always training. You are used to always working out and physically training in your spare time. When making a strength or speed-based skill check in a skill you don't possess levels in, you still roll a D2 skill die, and you do not suffer a snag for being untrained. Oh, that's okay. Cool. 
That's pretty dang cool. You're just always good at physical stuff. All right. So what I did on my character sheet, um, I put it smaller next to the origin. Is that because there's no other space for it? There you go. Perfect. Yeah. As, as long as you can yeah. see it, then that's that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then whenever that comes up, we'll just know to look for that to to read what it does. All right. Um, so now speaking of your skills. Uh, no, let's go to influences, actually. My apologies. Let's go to influences first. Uh, let me know what page that is. Uh, that is on page... Da, 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 da. Where's the page numbers? 64. Well, wait, so we wait. So we did step two. We choose the, the origin. What are we doing next? Or we're not choosing a role? Uh, hang on. Oh, you're right. It is. It is. Is it role next? They do it in a weird order. Um... Being an origin, choosing a role. Okay, yeah, you're right. It is choosing a role. My bad. Here it is. The spectrum roles. <clears throat> what page? Uh, that will be page twenty-eight. Is where it starts. Twenty-eight. Got it. That says tragic. Okay, it's it's the next one. All right, cool. Oh yeah, sorry. What's well, twenty-eight in the book? It's I guess twenty-nine in the PDF. So the ranger spectrum uh, will determine some essence adjustments for you. And uh, your, your like, other stuff. Sorry. But so this this is the role, right? Just this to, is the role, okay, and your role. color is tied to your color. For those in the chat that have ever played a, an RPG before, the role, the ranger color is tied to like a class. So mm. you have like your ranged fighter who is usually a pink ranger because they're good with ranged weapons. You have your tanky role who is designed to take a little bit more damage, and that's usually the black ranger. It's interesting. It's it's such a weird departure from the system I'm used to. Yeah. That it, it just kind of like, it, it took me for a loop. So here's, here's how this breaks down. Okay. Energy color, black. Description, a skilled warrior whose charm and personality helps form the bond between their team. Your essence adjustments are plus two social and plus one strength, and your power capacity growth is slow. Interesting, okay. Uh, your power capacity is, is how you do cool Power Ranger stuff. Yeah. Um, blue, you're a clever technology expert with the strongest understanding of the Morphin Grid. You get a plus two to your smarts and a plus one to your speed. But see, not every Blue Ranger is like that. That's Right? Right? That was my point. Not every Blue Ranger is the genius. This is weird. It is very weird. It's it's why I wish they had just stuck with a reskin of 5e instead of doing whatever this essence stuff is. Hmm. Okay. If you are a... Well, oh, sorry. Since, since, you know, it's just AP and I creating ours, um, uh, AP, what, what color are you going with? I am going to go with yellow. That was going to be mine because I have so much speed. <laughs> well, here's the thing. You can take... So you're already proficient in speed, yeah? Yeah. Maybe pick a ranger role that, that gets a buff to a, a, a skill oh. that you're not so good with. Well, I guess I could be red. See, there you go. Okay, I'll be red. Okay. So, uh, yellow, you are fast and nimble. This warrior is good at exploiting an enemy's weakness. AP, you get a plus two to your speed and a plus one to your smarts. Okay. Um, and then red, yeah. Eric, a strong fighting spirit that leads the from the front of any conflict. You get a plus two to your strength and a plus one to your social. 
So now that I got a plus three in my social, does that mean I learn a new language? It does. Because it's for every three on my social. That's correct. So you can pick another language to be proficient in. All right. So I'm going to go with French. There you go. So Eric knows English and French. Uh, my strength is now five. My speed is five. Smarts three. Social three. There you go. Hopping over to chat real quick while you guys fill that stuff in. Mason Merrill calls Tank. Oh. Toku Chris says this sounds fun. I hope the login queue isn't long. Database Runner says it's clearly modeled on MMPR. You're not wrong. Uh, Toku Chris says wear silver, gold, white, and phantom colors. There is a white color, believe it or not. And <laughs> database Runner says Troy. Okay, I guess I'll be red. Oh, cool. And then they have like breakdowns of, of each ranger. Exactly. Now, these breakdowns, um, you're starting at first level, so you get all the stuff that's listed in the first level. Uh, all right, so let's, let's do APs, for example. Okay, so for an example, AP, you're picking the Yellow Ranger. Let me get down to that page. There's Yellow. Okay, so AP, mm-hmm. your um, personal power capacity which is next to your movement on your character sheet. Your PPP. Your PPC. Okay. Personal power capacity is two. Wait, where is that in the, the thing? Um, Scroll down, Eric, to the next page. Wait, wait, wait. But what, what about like these influences and the hangups and personal power? Those are next. Okay. And level? The, yeah. Well, you're level one. You're starting at level one because you always start at level one. Okay, yeah. Chris Long wants to be green. He'll come in when we've already played five episodes and try to kill you. Perfect. <laughs> um, All right. The so, yellow... Sorry. So, so yeah. yellow, wh- where are we filling this in on this so powers? Right, yeah, on, pers- on personal power uh, next oh. to your movement. Box. Oh, personal power. That's on the first page. You said second page. No, I didn't. Whatever. I'm getting tired. Uh, so next to we're, movement. We're, okay. We've been drinking. We're going to blame the alcohol. Um, but yeah, personal power box is next to movement and AP years is two. Okay. You've increased your speed. You've increased your smarts. Uh, we're going to move on to... Uh, it's morphin' time. Every ranger gets to morph at first level. When you summon the energy of the morphin' grid, you shout, It's morphin' time. As a standard action, you are then enveloped with a stylized shell of Morphin Grid energy that serves as your armor and grants you access to your power-based weapons and many other abilities. That <laughs> I like how instead of instead of spandex, you are enveloped in a stylized shell of energy. <laughs> it's not spandex. We've been over this, Eric. You didn't listen to Doctor K. So where where All do right. where does she put its Morphin time or what? Uh, where, where are we uh, on, filling this in? Help me, Zach. Help me help you. So on the second character sheet where it says powers. Okay. It's considered a power, I believe. No, it's considered a perk. A perk. My bad. It's considered a perk. So it's in the second box where it says perks. So she would fill in its morph in time and triple so, strike attack. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That sounds cool it's as hell. Triple, triple strike. strike attack. That sounds right? Awesome. It's because she's so fast, she can go, step, step, step. But because her personal power capacity is at a two, she also gets nimble fighter and strike bonus. Very 
No, that's or, second level. Oh, second that's level. That's when she levels up. Yeah. For right now, Yellow oh, Rangers is first level. I got it, I got it, I got it. They I just get it. triple strike attack, yeah. Okay, so um, she also gets a speed increase of two and a smart increase plus one. Uh, is that when she's morphed? Is that what that is? I have no idea what we're doing. I have no <laughs> idea what you're reading. I don't Where know what I'm at? doing. I'm just doing... I'm looking at the table on page 56. Is that... Oh, yes, yes, yes. The, the table. Yes, we already went over that. She already got her speed and smarts increase. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> did you, you fill it I told it you to write it down. <laughs> I did. I did. I okay, did. you did. Okay. Okay. You so, know what I'm doing now. So now red, right? Or does is there more for her to do? Uh, I want to double check and see what her triple strikes do. Yellow Rangers at first level have already begun to show their talent at unleashing flurries of blows. You can, whenever you make a finesse attack action, spend a personal power to make an attack with each of your hands at no penalty and then make a third follow-up martial arts attack at a target of one of the previous strikes. Wow. The follow-up attack, often a kick, elbow, or headbutt, has a variable skill die based on your yellow ranger level shown on the table above. I see. So where it says follow-up die, that's the die you get on your your triple strike attack. Oh, cool. Okay. That's rad. Dude, yellow rangers are boss, not gonna lie. Um... So that's good to know. I oh, just AP. Of course, you'd be a Yellow Ranger. I'm. <laughs> ah, yeah. I'm, I'm slow tonight. <laughs> Again, alcohol. We've been drinking. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. So now, now we can do my so stuff. Now we go to red. Yes. Uh, we'll go up to Red Ranger. So Red Ranger table. The Red Ranger. Your roll perks are it's morphin time and power strike. And what was that? Power strike? Power strike. Power strike, yeah! Your personal power capacity is two. So just like AP? Just like AP. Um, Your power strike gives you a plus one damage bonus. Wait, wait. Personal power two. Yep. And I get a bonus to what now? When you use your power strike, it gives you plus one damage to your attack. Okay, cool. And I get a strength increase of two? Uh-huh, and a social increase of one. Dang. I was trying to go for a speed-based character, but now I'm all in the strength. Uh, oh, we to- forgot. Sorry. Um, your role also what? gives you starting skill ranks in your skills. So we'll go back for APs. Uh, okay. But while we're on you, Eric... For being a Red Ranger, you get plus two ranks in Might. Where the hell's Might? Uh, underneath your Strength score. It's a oh. skill. Wait, what do I get? Plus two Might. How do you I... Get that for, you get that for being a Red Ranger. So, so does that take me from a D2 to a D4? It does. Oh, well, math. Okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> math. All right. Now you're on the trolley. Uh, and you also get a plus one in persuasion because you're the leader. Everybody listens to the leader. Um, I didn't have persuasion before, so does that make me just a D2? Yes, it brings you to a D2. Brings me to a D2 in persuasion under social. Okay. Um, Where are you seeing this? It's underneath your table. 
Where? It says Spectrum Spectrum Roll Features under your table. Oh, okay. But none of that... Where does that even say that? Oh, under plus two. Training. Okay. Okay. There. Yeah. Now I see it. Yeah. What about R2-D2? That's what <laughs> Toku Chris says. Uh, that's a different system, Chris. That's the Star Wars D20. Okay, I think I got it. Math. So this okay. this is this is training. Yeah, that's your training. Uh, You're also proficient in light, medium, and heavy armor. Where do I? Um, where do that I put that? Goes under your. Oh, it's just there's an armor box here. No, that'll be for the type of armor you use. That just know that you're proficient in those types. You can basically wear any armor because you're the Red Ranger. Cool. So we'll go over that when we choose what we're basing our team off of and how we're gonna reskin it to be an original team. All if right. You want so to. AP, or if you guys just want to be a. So yeah, we'll go back down to AP. Apologies. On, fi- on fifty six. So yeah. So she is proficient in light armor. And her starting skill rank, she gets a plus one in acrobatics or initiative. Yep. So what are you choosing, AP? Choose initiative? Initiative determines your order in combat. A higher initiative means odds are you go first. What's the other one mean? Acrobatics. Um, Acrobatics is just like if you decide, hey, I want my character to do a really cool flip and jump, then that's going to be an acrobatics check. I'm going to go with it. Okay, cool. So does that bring Um, you up to a D4 then? Yeah, that will bring you up to a D4. Okay, uh, nice. If you already had a D2 in in that. Uh, Real quick, going to go over to chat to answer a couple of questions about database. Uh, Ranger says, a D2, is that just a coin? It is just a coin flip. In fact, if you ordered the dice set from Renegade, it comes with with a power coin D2. Um, And I ordered the Blue Ranger set, of course, because I'm me. Uh, and the, the D2 coin is the Triceratops power coin, and on the back is just like Power Rangers. I gotta check what I pre-ordered, but I, th- I think I did blue, but maybe I need to... I did to, blue and, and the book, so... Maybe I need to get red now, too. Lunk's Toys is uh, gotta go. Have a good night. Congrats on eight years. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Chris. Um, database Rangers, other question. And, and any armor, does Eric get a Battleizer? Yes. Oh, uh, hey When Eric reaches a certain level... He will get a battleizer that will enable him to to be more badass. Hell yeah! Um, continuing on with AP, uh, so you've done your acrobatics or initiative. You also get a plus one in finesse and alertness. Ooh. Okay, so both. I get it. Both. Yeah, you get a plus one in finesse and alertness. Uh, finesse will be again uh, your your like fast attacks and your like. You know your your dexterity based attacks in combat, nice. and then alertness will be like, "Hey, do you realize there's a puppy patrol army headed your way?" Okay. Does it say battleizer in that uh, chart? Uh, I'm going back up to look at the chart right now. Wow, there's Red Ranger Prime. The heck is that? Oh yeah, when you guys reach twentieth level, you're basically the best Power Rangers you can ever be. All right, I'm gonna be Tommy. <laughs> um. Actually, I don't see a battleizer in the table, but I'm sure it's got to be further okay. in the book. And if not, I'll homebrew something, because I'm a DM. That's what I can do. Nice. All right, what's um, what's next? So next, now that we've established your guys' uh, roles, the next step will be your influences, and that will be on page uh, in the PDF 65. 65. Oh, and influences is in the box next to personal power, correct? 
yes, it is, as well as hang-ups, because with your influence will come a hang-up that is a character flaw. Oh. Uh, every, everybody gets one, and it's something interesting that'll happen. That'll happen. I can't talk. So a quick rundown of the uh, influences are artisan, caretaker, community helper, small town roots, martial artist, nomad, not from around here, student, uh, and survivor. Oh, and teacher. Teacher's the last one. No, I got not from around here, student. Oh, survivor teacher. Okay, there was survivor. just a big. There was just a big. There's a big full page character art of the survivor. Okay. Oh my gosh. Uh, so AP chooses one, and then I choose one, right? Yeah, you guys choose your your influence. AP, what are you thinking? <sighs> um, I don't know. What's the last one again? Uh, the last one is teacher. Oh, no, not I that. don't think that means, like, you're actually a teacher. It, it, it means, means you're, you're someone that, that can, is just naturally can teach and yeah. educate people. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, then there's survivor. There's student. Um, there's not from around here. There's nomad. Um, there's martial artist. There's small town roots. There's community helper. There's caretaker, and there's artisan. Um, so how many do I pick? Two or one? What, what do I? Pick? Uh, you pick one, and then if if you want to pick a second one, because this stuff here's the thing about this stuff. This stuff has absolutely zero bearing on your stats. These don't give you any bonuses or any negatives. These are just background character stuff. This is okay. for like the role, the role play aspect of it. Okay, I want to choose not from around here. Okay, cool. So let's check out not from around. No, it here. says there's you can like use a d twenty. I don't. I don't have my dice handy. Do you? Can you? Can we roll for whatever this is? Or yeah, you absolutely can. If you want to roll for it, you can roll for it. If you see one that stands out for you, and you just want to pick that one. I'll let you do that. That Wait, is entirely me... up to you guys. I wanna, I wanna put some random. I, I'm sure I've got my dice here somewhere. Uh, if if you don't have a dice, there is a, a mobile oh, app that you can. Okay. It's just, then it's, no. it's over here. Hold on. Uh, Ow. So AP, not from around here. Oh, whether an alien from another planet, a traveler from a different temporal era, or perhaps even created in a lab, you did not grow up like normal humans do. Oh my God. Oh. That's what not from around here is, guys. We found the alien background. AP's an alien? I'm an alien? If you want to be. You want to be an alien? <laughs> what? Oh, Jesus. If, if you want to pick another background. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> but if you want to be, if you want to be, and I did, I, I, I fibbed. There is an influence perk for being not from around here. Oh. Hold on. There are influence perks for all of the backgrounds. All of the influences. This weird process of character. This creation. is very weird. So if you want to be an alien AP, you are more than welcome to be an alien. You that can always you can always nomad? choose. Uh, nomad is you are like, like you're a military brat moving from town to town. You're a military brat. You're always the new kid. It says some. It, so it could be 
a child of a parent whose job moves often. Uh, so like Justin from Turbo, uh, someone in foster care, or even part of a circus troupe who've traveled more places before adulthood than most people do in their entire lives. Always moving, you've been enrolled in more schools than you can count and have had to make new friends in every city you visit. As a result, you pick up on body language and personalities, and you can always get a good read on new people. You have the ability to adapt to new situations easily, but don't always know how they, uh, how to rely on people or long-term relationships. Quick shout out in chat. While you're, I think I am going to go with not from around here. Okay, AP is not from around here. That's interesting. Uh, so I'll, I'll go ahead and read that for chat. Uh, whether an alien from another planet, a traveler from a different temporal era, or perhaps even created in a lab, you did not grow up <laughs> like normal humans do. This gives you a different outlook on humanity and some distinct opinions of your own culture, but it also means you bring new and fresh concepts or even abilities to your team that an average person would not. Oh. So, influence perk. You gain an edge on skill tests outside of combat where your distinct upbringing or unusual background comes into play, and you know one additional language. Holy which crap. Which I assume would be oh. your alien language. Oh, excuse me. Oh, and then we put this in the bond box, right? On the um, second page? It says background okay. bonds. Uh, that'll be in the table. There's the, the not from around here table. Wait, what? Uh, so, okay, scroll down to where it says not from around here, uh, and then it says Bond. No, down no, the no, no. The I'm box. talking about in the character creation sheet. We put yes, it down yes. in background bonds, right? That is where you put the bond that's part of the, the rolling table, yes. Your background itself actually goes... This is really confusing and pretty much shows why I never got into roleplay. <laughs> Again, this, <laughs> is, not, this system. is not... So, yeah, you can just put it in the, in the background bonds i agree with eric all executive decision yeah background bonds you're not from around here not and then around. there's a table uh which eric sees at the bottom of his screen table five seven the not from around here bond your background bond is a choice of 12 options um which you can choose to randomly roll. ap or you can choose to roll a d12 i don't know what any of this means <laughs> so so a d12 is just a die roll yeah, uh, okay. if you, a twelve-sided die. I don't know if you have a twelve-sided die, AP. Um, I most definitely do not have a twelve-sided die. Let me let me. <laughs> there is virtual say, dice a, and coin flip free online dice.com. Yeah, you can find a, a virtual die online. There's also a mobile app called Dice EX, which is what I use to roll virtual dice when I need my phone. Um, but yeah, you can you can if you want to link her to the virtual die roller, and she can just. Oh, wizards.com D&D dice. All right. Roll a d12 and tell me what uh, what it is you rolled. Seven? Seven. Okay. I struggle to learn the proper way to fit in with different cultures and traditions, and I'm often perceived as awkward or out of place. That's kind of perfect. I'm not going to lie. So hers so would be bond, bond, no, just put bond seven, just put bond seven, like, so put not from around here dash seven, because you can refer to this chart yeah. or type it all out. Yeah, it, it's a lot to type out if you want to type it out. If not, then. Whatever. Oh, no, 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 I got it. I got it. Okay. 
Eric, yeah. what what did you pick for your background? Oh wait, I'm sorry. Before we, we're I'm getting distracted again. You also have a hang up for being not from around here. Okay. Um, you suffer a snag on all social based skill tests about naturally understanding human beings. So, because you're not from around here, you don't really understand humans all that well. So, if there's like human emotional stuff going on, you're just like, uh, I, um, does not compute. Here is a cupcake. Enjoy. It's like, a cupcake doesn't make somebody's, you know, dead relative come back to life. So, okay. you're just kind of awkward around human emotional stuff. All right. Do I, does that go um, in hangups? That goes in hangups, yeah. Just, okay. just uh, you suffer snag on all social-based skill tests about understanding But humans. wait, we haven't done influence yet, or is this the influence? The influence was the edge... Oh, yeah, we didn't do the... Did we? No, we did the influence, where she got her additional language, and she gains an edge on skill tests. But what do we write in... Do we write in this box, not from around here? And then the background bond is this table? I'm sorry, I'm just trying to navigate this sheet. It's very confusing. These are the influences. On the front page, in the same box where, like, it has your personal power, your movement, and all that, you'll see it has influences and hang-ups. Right. Okay, but on the second page, that's where you put your background bond. Right. Okay. The background bond is just the thing in the table. Right, right, right. Okay, got it, got it. So, influences is where she'll write about, not from around here, and... The perk about um, having an edge on skill tests outside of combat, where her alien upbringing would come in handy. Okay. And AP, let us know if we're going too fast, and we'll, we'll slow it down. What for is you. my hang up again? Your hang up is you suffer a snag on all social based skill tests about naturally understanding human beings. And then, yeah, you, get, you pick your influence, Eric, and we'll go over the same stuff. Okay, I'm going to go with uh, Small Town Roots. Okay, there it is. I don't know why it's not in alphabetical order like the rest of them. (sighs) Okay. So yeah, as you can see, uh, your influence perk, your wisdom guides you and your hard work pays off. Once per session, when making a choice, you may ask your GM which option is better for you. The GM must then answer truthfully which of the two is most beneficial to you, if that is at all possible to estimate. Okay. That's actually pretty cool. You have a direct line to, like, the GM's line of thinking regarding your character. So do do I put that under perks or... So you put that under influence. Right. So just small town roots, right? Right. Small town roots and you put that under influence. Uh, Right. uh, Yeah. Okay. So what's my hang up? Your hang-up is sometimes your simple experiences show with lacking eloquence or understanding of the greater world around you. When you meet someone new with whom you do not share an influence, you suffer a snag on your first social skill test with them. Okay. So basically, like, a snag is is a disadvantage. So, like, the first time you meet somebody because you're from a small town, you don't really Uh, know how to interact with that person. I'm like Emily from Samurai. Sure. Uh, Meet someone... Arisef says, same, honestly. Meet someone new, snag on... Social skill test. Social skill test. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Your small town roots bond is also a D12 roll, if you want to roll. 
yes, I, I will roll on that. Uh, 1d12 roll. I got a six. A six. You find peace by passing the time playing a simple instrument. Okay. And I put <laughs> I put that in my background bond? Yep, in your background bond box uh, on the second page. AP, you make me smile. <laughs> so shiny. Uh, <laughs> AP, quick, somebody pulled the fire alarm. I didn't prepare for this test. <laughs> yeah. Well, luckily, we're, we're getting toward the end of it. Because Thank I'm God. Because I'm going to you guys with... <laughs> swords and crazy shit yeah like we can yet. we can do that when we know that we're gonna commit to this <laughs> honestly this this system is so needlessly complicated compared to D. chris says in hindsight crane DD power ranger characters after drinking may have been a questionable <laughs> choice but hey about? it's fine. it's entertainment it's entertainment but no seriously like DD character creation you can whip out like done but this is just like hey there's eight million aspects you have to choose from good luck teresa's gonna be mad at me because i did finish that bottle <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh god she said she heard that oh no she came in oh, here no. <laughs> oh no oh my god oh. okay zach what's next before right. before we wrap this up check. Character creation, you've chosen your influences, you've chosen your essence points. The last thing we need to do, third to last thing we need to do. Are you no, kidding uh, me? <laughs> what? We're on, we're on step six of, of eight. So uh, I, I think we can skip step seven. We can skip step eight. What page am I well. on? Uh, we are going to determining your skills. Uh, this <laughs> will be... On page, where the hell am I? Oh Lord, help me! Uh, I haven't, I have not sober enough for this. Page seventy, page eighty, page eighty, page seventy, eighty. Got it. Page eighty. <laughs> Chris. All right. So what are we doing? Come on, let's go. Let's do this. All right. So these are your skills. Your skills are bought via the points that you have available in your essence scores your your okay. what they're called ability scores so in strength you have athletics brawn uh you have conditioning you have intimidation and you have might right in speed you've got acrobatics driving finesse infiltration initiative and targeting in smarts you have alertness culture science survival and technology and in social, you have animal handling, deception, performance, persuasion, oh, and streetwise. So the little things that we picked, now mm -hmm. we get to pick which is our specialization? Yeah, yes, kind of. What do you mean, kind of? <laughs> uh, so, all of those things that I mentioned, you, you did notice that there are specializations on the side. So, for example, under... Athletics. So I have athletics D2. Okay. So under athletics, if you specialize in a skill, you have these options to choose from specializing now, in. Okay. Climbing, jogging, running, sports activity, swimming, or throwing. So how? what are we picking? Are it, How many? Because it really doesn't say. I don't to, understand. To purchase a specialization, it costs one point of your... 
your essence in that category. So it'll take me from a seven to a six. You won't lose the point. You'll just, you'll, you'll. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> okay. okay. Let me, let me try to explain. So you have seven points in your strength. Yes. Then you have seven points to buy those skills and special specializations with. You don't lose those points in your strength. Those strength points will always stay the same. You just have that many allotted to you to buy the skills and the specializations. Where Does that track? But I'm I'm just it says sample special where where the hell is a chart for this? Like what am I what's my options? Where am I buying this stuff? You're on page 80. I yes, was. Okay. So your options are the next few pages of of the skills. Oh, what the fudge? It's not a it's not a it's not a nice simple block. It's a it's a Okay long explanatory page i think i think we're just gonna have to wrap this up because we're getting on <laughs> two hours of the podcast i don't want to edit this all night <laughs> okay, that's i'm weird. gonna i'm gonna save my character sheet yeah you know maybe we'll I, do another rundown i'm gonna I mean, save I, this yeah yeah but by, by all means we can talk about this later when we're sober and because for editing you know, maybe we we can record a separate like us finishing out the character creation, but this this it. this is a lot. This is a lot. I'm yeah, I'm not I'm not prepared for this. <laughs> like I said, this is compared to Dungeons and Dragons. This is like pre-calc, and Dungeons and Dragons is like two plus two is four. Two plus two is four. So, dude, I barely passed pre-calc. <laughs> Dude, I flunked algebra. Had to take it again. I didn't take a single math class in college. I they suck let at me, math. They let me not take math in college, and I was like, that sounds like a great plan. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. And I'm, I'm too drunk I, to I, I saved my PDF. My I, I saved okay. my PDF. As long as you saved your PDF, then we, we will try so, and tackle this while sober and not recording. So that that is the power, a taste of the confusing uh, Renegade Games Power Rangers RPG. Because I think Zach, Renegade Games owes me like money. An hour of my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you've got the basis of a character and. Now yeah. that that we've done this, we can like flesh out our own personal backstories, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And that's the fun of it too is is writing up the doing the creative writing of your character of like their background, where they came from, who they're like as a person. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Kate DeLuca speaks Italian and is a freaking alien. So Gene Coffee is one athletic French talking son of a. B- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Toku Chris said narrator, and they never loaded up the character <laughs> sheets again. <laughs> well, um, I love you guys. Yeah, I love you too, man. So it's not. It's not you. It's the game. <laughs> I just, like I said, if this was D anD D, you guys have no problem. But but Power Rangers is like, hey, let's make everything needlessly complicated. Why for for simple for simple like an interesting concept? Like, this is a ridiculously complicated role playing. And game. especially for like you guys who have never played a role playing game before, this is literally. 
this is not even being thrown in the deep end. This is being like catapulted into the deep end with cement shoes. Like yeah, this is this, this is, is crazy. This is crazy. It's like when I started my last job, I somehow already had three voicemails waiting for me. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And I was like, how did this even happen? <laughs> D&D. That's why I love D&D, because D&D is way simpler. So much simpler. <laughs> Deoxy said that was a short scene in the Power Rangers. <laughs> Started before it began. <laughs> we, we had a red and yellow ranger, and then we went, peace out. <laughs> Mine just says message retracted. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he retracted. <laughs> oh, there we go. That was a short season of Power Rangers oh, before it began, God. yeah. We call this one Power Rangers Befuddled Force. Befuddled Force. Well, <sighs> look, I, I think it I think it's a good idea. I wanna actually kinda no, power it's, through it's this pa- PDF. It's Power Rangers Power Rangers A B V. It was what? <laughs> Power Rangers A B V. ABV. Huh? Like RPM. <laughs> oh. Uh, alcohol by volume. Oh, God, AP. That's uh, chef's kiss. I'm good for one thing. <laughs> uh, you're good for lots of things, let's be honest. Oh, my God. All right, I, th- I think we're all kind of getting uh, punch drunk here. Uh, a little bit. Okay, quick. Let's do the <laughs> ask me. A- let's do the AMA. Just <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I don't even know. Did anyone even ask anything? We didn't really chat? have any. Like, we, we were answering questions as we were going, so. Oh, yeah, uh, does anybody hard? have questions? I'm down. First time the Power Rangers hiatus started after premiere part one. Uh, we had Mir, uh, who popped in quickly and said, uh, happy oh, eight years Mir. to RCPH. I'm grateful for the chance to be on when I can and happy to see how it's grown over eight years. Congrats on Baby Barry. Love you guys. We love you too, Aww. Mir. Thanks. Thanks, Mir. Jacob said level 20 were basically gods. What could go wrong? I understand that reference. Mr. Cooper 92 said, uh, since B, the B commander from B fighter is releasing this year, uh, which Beetleborg are you? I'm red. I'm the red one. I'm green. I guess that makes I, me blue. I'm just backstory. Okay. Like I grew up in a very small town. There were no like, stores really anywhere except for like a pharmacy and i went in there one day went down the toy aisle because you ain't never been to an east coast pharmacy without there being like stuff in there you don't actually need Mm -hmm. um (laughs) went down the toy aisle they actually had a red beetle borg figure sitting in the toy aisle that was like the like i always remember that because i was like oh my gosh like, they got something. They got one of my interests in town, finally. And I convinced my mom to buy it for me. And I think I might still have it somewhere. I don't know. I remember but, having the the weapon, the hand thing that you put on that when you pressed it, spun the thing around. That's oh, cool. yeah, I prompt, I promptly lost that. Like, I don't, um, think, I don't think I had any Beetleborgs toys. I think I was kind of aging out at that point. But I definitely want to get that uh, B Commander... It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's pretty awesome. Uh, Arisif asks, what is something you wish you could go back and tell yourself eight years ago? Don't be friends with that person. Okay. When you hear Jenny from the block playing, run. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, that's oddly specific. Now, is, is, are we talking about 
Like podcast I, I or just in general? In regards to the podcast, uh, oh, I would from definitely. The podcast? I would tell myself <laughs> that you know you absolutely should do that. You're gonna be able to experience some of the best times of your life. You're gonna make some of the most amazing friends. You're gonna be able to experience some of the most incredible situations that you never thought you'd get to experience. Uh, I would say if I could tell myself eight years ago, don't publicly comment on something called the order. Um, (laughs) And probably uh, uh, I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. Probably a good idea. Um, Hassan, I want to say it was Taco Bell. For some reason. I remember one of those fast food joints did a a tie-in. And... That had a beetleboard tie-in? Yes, because oh, yeah. I remember having it. That I was sh- another highlight I, I of my I swear it was childhood. like McDonald's, because I know McDonald's was big in on the Power Rangers thing. I think Burger King did a VR Troopers one, because I remember having the like the necklace. So, uh, Airsoft said, have you picked up Cutie Honey the Live or Kamen Rider Zero One? And aside from Sentai, what Kamen Rider or other Toku series do you want stateside next? I forgot that Cutie Honey the Live was actually coming out soon. If it's already out, I definitely need to order that because that was around the time when I was getting into like downloading Toku like way back in the day. And I distinctly remember Cutie Honey the Live. That was uh, such a fun show. And I remember seeing the announcement that it was coming stateside. So I definitely want to pick that out. I do have Common Rider Zero One. I pre-ordered that on Shout Factory. I got it earlier last week uh, with the poster, the bonus poster. Uh, so I do have the Blu-ray. I still have, have to watch it. And then what Common Rider or Toku series do I want stateside? Personally, since I'm such a huge fan of it, I would love to see Common Rider Gaim get a Blu-ray treatment. I would love to see that here in the in the U.S., Officially, aside from Common Writer, I would probably uh, want something like either official Toei Spider-Man or for someone to continue the rest of Garo Blu-rays. Garo, like, man, they could market that in the right way. It would sell, like, hotcakes in America. Well, it, it didn't. Like... It didn't because we got, like, two and a half series of it in a handful of movies, and then they stopped because the sales weren't there. They need to market it, I think, to the same crowd that likes shows like The Witcher, where you have this adult-oriented monster hunter series with magic and demons and monsters and adult concepts and situations. Man, if they marketed it properly, they could probably find a good audience, but if they don't market it, then you don't. Yeah, you know, you don't have. It was audience. McDonald's, by the way. I messed up. I for thought it was I thought McDonald's. It, okay. For some yeah. reason, I thought it was Taco Bell because I remember I got it because there also weren't any fast food places in town, so I didn't get the Beetleborgs toy until I went to my grandma's. Anyway, uh, Mir right. said, "What's one thing you've done through the podcast you didn't expect you'd get the chance to do? Pretty much like interview any Power Ranger that we did." interview like especially i think i think the favorite one and ap will probably agree with me with this is uh sean johnson red light speed oh yeah he was so freaking nice and it was it was like you were talking to a friend it it really was that was hands down 
I think my favorite interview. And also, you know, I, I didn't know that I have the chance to like connect with different comic book writers who are fairly popular in their field and, you know, actually become friends with them. I think that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I would say that beyond doing even just interviews with some of our favorite actors and, and creators of the show, God, getting to interview Simon Bennett was something amazing. Yeah. The, the and, social. Then, and then to have him say, hey, this is uh, like, I love the podcast. It's one yeah. of my favorites. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> uh, the I mean, social aspects of it where like we would go to conventions and get to meet these actors in person. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah. I mean, God, I still remember... Power Morphicon, here we are playing Joking Hazard with David Fielding in our hotel room, and he's <laughs> we're making terrible off-color jokes, and he's just like, I thought I taught you better than that, Rangers, and we're just dying of laughter, because Zordon is admonishing us for making off-color jokes. Like, on that note, I had never even thought I would ever go to a convention mm. before, and then Ranger Stop. Ranger Stop 2019 was probably like a highlight of highlight of all this for me. Was it 2019? Yeah. Uh, yes, it was because God. It was right before the pandemic. I, I'm and telling you, this pandemic has screwed up with my sense of time. Oh yeah, like oh, yeah. I, that exactly. that feels like a freaking decade ago. Ranger Stop right? feels like a decade right. ago. Wait, no, yeah. I was just I was so happy. Like I was so. I was nervous, like, I was nervous as hell, like, to be completely honest. I had never been on a plane by myself before. I've been on planes many, many times, never by myself, never, like, usually I was always in groups. But as soon as I got to that airport and, like, Eric was there and I started meeting everybody, it was, like, no big deal. Yeah. Like, I had so much fun. I got to meet Ranger actors for the first time met so many people that I'd only talked to like on Twitter. It was a blast. And I, that's probably one of the highlights of the last couple years for me. I'm not going to ever forget uh, running through the rain at, uh, Oh my God. What was it? City walk. That's still one of my fondest memories. Is that night <laughs> we spent at city walk. And we ordered way too much dessert after oh, eating. Like, we, oh my we God. ordered one ice cream and then like, it was like 12 ice cream. <laughs> Like one I, order of ice cream was yeah. like twelve ice creams. I, I think the, uh, I think that Ranger Stop uh, that for for me that was the epitome of of the podcast because yeah. it was the first time all three of us were together. Plus, we were with our friends, and I I can't believe I got to meet John Tui and like Zach. We took the picture with him, and his panels were incredible. It was for me that was probably one of the best like Power Ranger convention experiences ever. It was great. Um, Oh yeah. It was the best. uh, And Zach, I mean, the last convention before the pandemic, C2E2, we did a live show at, at a convention. I I didn't think I would be able to do that, you know, when we first started the podcast, but we did. Getting to do that. And and again, thanks to that booth, whose name I forgot because I'm drunk. Getting to do that at the convention was awesome i mean we had a pretty decent sized crowd around the booth watching us talk about power rangers and that's something i didn't think you know we would really get and not only that but getting to do that and then getting to meet david from team common rider in person and getting to hang out with him and talk with him and justin about the uh, toku and about all the stuff they're doing for for brain common rider and that convention was my big last hurrah because i literally we did that convention that weekend. I went home Monday and packed. 
Monday night, I went to my last uh, in-person tabletop gaming session. And then Tuesday, I was on a plane. Yeah. Like, that whole 72-hour span of time was just ridiculous. Mm. Oh, I saw some stuff over in chat I wanted to address. Took Gris's off-color jokes. Thanks for protecting everyone. There's that LOLOL. I should pray. We didn't say anything, like, terrible. We're not... We're not awful people. They were just we were playing joking hazard, which can result in really bizarre humor. risque. Um, risque, risque is a good word yeah. for it. Let's put it that way. Uh, um, so I'll, I'll address this next one. So Arsef said, uh, less okay. of a question, more of a comment. Are you actively seeking out more fans of note who are younger or of marginalized communities, uh, person of color, uh, LGBT plus for Ranger Nation Spotlight? I would say yes. Ranger Nation Spotlight is, it's something we don't do as often as we did before, but I know I want to get Este on here at one point. I want to get a, I have a couple other people in mind, but you know, like we tell all of our listeners, if you have a a comment or question or a suggestion, or, um, you know, if you want to shoot us an email or something, uh, we always say our email at the end of the episode. Uh, There's a contact us form on our site. Uh, There's also a listener survey, which you can rate the show and you can leave suggestions. So if you have some fans in mind for Ranger Nation Spotlight, because I I know there's a ton of Power Ranger creators out there. Sometimes I don't have enough time to keep up with what everyone is doing or who the new people are that, that pop up. But you know, we're always willing to look for people like that. And like I said, we definitely rely on suggestions. Like I, I can't keep up on, on everything. Yeah. So if you feel that there is someone that should be, uh, or should have a Ranger nation spotlight feature, look, I'm always up for meeting new people. And I would like to, if, if their work is good, if the work that they do is good and something noteworthy, and that's something that we can pass on to, you know, our large audience on, on podcast, I'm open to any and all suggestions. Yeah. We're, we're always happy to, to, you know, be informed when there's fresh young talent, you know, especially I mean, look this year, this year, the voice. This year I turned 40. I, I don't know a lot of the 20 year old creators out there in the Power Ranger space. And I, I might not vibe with them to be frank, but if there's someone of note that we should be talking to and let us know. Yeah, mm-hmm. by all means. On a like lighter note. San, San's question. We- I was going to say, if we could have one Power Rangers character in Fortnite, who would it be? But not a Power Ranger. Not a Power Ranger, but No, if you could have one person. Power Rangers character in Fortnite, who would it be that's yeah. not a Power Ranger, but some other character yeah. or villain? Oh, um... Or Zed. Oh. Or Zed, I- easy. I don't play Fortnite, but I feel like it would be hilarious to have like Captain Mitchell running around. That would be pretty awesome. <laughs> Not a power. Lord Zed would be great because his pickaxe would just be the Z staff. That's true. Void Knight? Does Void Knight count? That's a villain. I'd count that as not a Power Ranger. Yeah. Oh, Mason has a good Mason one. Said- Bulk and Skull. Yeah, Bulk and Skull would be great. Because I, I think, you know, Fortnite does a pretty good job of cartoonifying uh, certain actors' licenses. Sometimes it can be hit or miss, but uh, I feel Bulk and Skull, like, Bulk could definitely use the, um, if you played Fortnite, it's the Kyle 
uh, skin, the big lumberjack guy um, oh, okay. in, in Save the World. So I think that would be that that could be a way to bring more of the larger body type uh, because I, I use the Kyle skin in uh, Save the World uh, mode. And I've always wanted the Kyle skin, uh, like Penny, Penny transitioned from a Save the World skin to to a Battle Royale skin. So I would love to see the Kyle skin get that, just so we can have another larger body type in uh, Fortnite. So yeah, Bulk and Skull, absolutely. Yeah, I think uh, Toku Chris says Zenaku, uh, Lord Zed, Ecliptor. Hassan says Blue Centurion. Oh yeah, those are all good. Or, Ooh, or just like a Megazord. Because they did Mecha, which is pretty much as close as you're going to get to a Megazord. Megazord, yeah. Yeah. Um, Does a Silver Guardian count? You do Wes Wes and Eric in their Silver Guardian uniforms. Yeah, I mean... Oh my god. That would be pretty sweet. It's a deep Um, cut, but I would would love to see Power Rangers jump into Fortnite. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I think we can... Basically, you know, they have that deal going with Hasbro. We know that it's it's an inevitability, but I think we also know that it's an inevitability that it's going to be MMPR. Because yeah. that is the branding of the franchise that everyone knows. Of course. Yeah, it's something that, you know, you're definitely not going to get away from when it comes to Power Rangers. That's just how it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For, for, for the for time sure. being. For the time being. I think we could probably wrap it up because I think this is going to be our longest (laughs) anniversary special to date. Yeah. The character creation took a, took a hefty chunk. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, we, once again, we really appreciate everyone tuning in. Uh, this has been an absolute blast. Thank you so much for, uh, for being in the chat, for letting us hang out, uh, with you for having your, your evening with us. Uh, that means yeah. the world. So yeah, the, the power Rangers RPG, we're going to have to evaluate that. Um, <laughs> I, I would like, once we get our characters settled, you know, I would love to actually yeah. play a game. Maybe we can even switch to D and D for something easy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe um, uh, just, just something where, um, you know, cause I didn't, I didn't dive into, the RPG book as much as I should. I, I quickly glanced through it just so I could look at the artwork, see how they laid it out, uh, all Mm. of that stuff. So, uh, we'll evaluate it, but I hope this gives people a taste. I I hope it didn't turn anyone off from it. Look, Zach is the most experienced RPG player that I know from out of the three of us. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm in the same boat with AP, you know, I've never done, I've done, you know, testing some stuff for, for D and D, uh, but I've never done like a full blown out session. I think we could really have fun with something if, you know, we get a group of five and, and Zach is the GM and just, I think we could get some quality podcast episodes out of that. So I was going to say, um, yeah. in the meantime, we did have an interested party DM us. So we'll, we'll go over that later. Okay, cool. Cool. Well, I think that about does it. Uh, Once again, thank you all for joining. Ranger Nation, let us know what you think. If you have questions, you can email us at rangercommandpowerhour at gmail.com or check us out at rangercommand.com. We're on Twitter at rangercommandph and on Instagram and Facebook at rangercommandpowerhour, all one word. If you want to get in contact with us, 
I, I just mentioned all the different ways that you can. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired. Yeah. But, uh, well, yeah. but if you want to find me on Twitter, you can find me over at TrekkieB47. Uh, Zach, where can people find you? Sure. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Zach Lavoy, um, or search Hollywood Zach. I'll probably pop up and I'm, you know, I'm feeling the gaming, uh, bite again. Maybe, maybe I need to DM another D and D game some day of the week that I have open. And if you're interested in D and D contact me, maybe we can work something out. All right. And then AP, where can people find you? Um, you can find me at uh, secret ranger fan on Twitter. And definitely not Tumblr. Definitely not. Definitely not Tumblr. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I ever deleted my Tumblr, so it might still be there. <laughs> I think I lost the password on mine, and it's just like floating out in space. All right. I don't even know if I had a Tumblr ever, so. <laughs> well, you don't, you don't want one. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want one. Especially I'm not now. Much then. <laughs> well, uh, that's going to about do it for us. Thank you so much for tuning in. The audio edited version, and Lord help me. Um, <laughs> the audio edited version will be released, uh, this Saturday, uh, for your listening pleasure and it will be edited and probably slightly truncated. Uh, so thank you everyone. So until ne- the next episode, bye everyone. Thank you all bye. so much. We love you. Bye, Stay bye. safe. Be healthy. Bye. Bye everyone. You've been listening to the Ranger command power hour. Only on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphin Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Follow us on Twitter at RangerCommandPH. Like us on Facebook and Instagram at Ranger Command Power Hour. Ranger Command is also on Patreon. Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks. By pledging, you are helping us make our show even better. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more. Thanks for listening.